Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Do you like to eat fruit? What is your favorite? Do you like raisins? They are one of my favorite fruit treats. Today, we will learn how raisins are made. Raisins have been around for a long time. It is thought that someone found a dried-up grape on the ground and decided to taste it. It must have been pretty tasty because it seems that raisins have been around ever since. There is evidence that the ancient Phoenicians made raisins from muscat grapes as far back as 900 BCE. People in Persia, or modern-day Iraq, Iran, and Turkey dried a grape specially grown for the sultan or king. These raisins were known as sultanas, and only the sultan could eat them. In ancient Greece and Rome, raisins were considered very valuable. They were given as prizes in sporting events and used as currency. Doctors used raisins as medicine. They treated a variety of ailments, including joint pain. General Hannibal used raisins as a food source for his troops as they crossed over the Alps in the 200s BCE. Knights returning from the Crusades brought raisins from Persia to Europe in the 11th century. Soon, grape growing became popular in France, Germany, and Spain. When Spanish missionaries came to the New World, they brought some grape clippings along with them. This is how grapes were introduced to Mexico and California. But how are grapes turned into raisins? The first thing that must happen is the grape must ripen early. This allows the fruit to dry easily. The grape must also have a soft texture. They cannot be so sticky that the fruit sticks together as it is drying, and they cannot have seeds. Many vineyard rows are planted east to west, so by placing the grapes between the rows of grapes, they receive maximum sun exposure. Too much shade is not good for the raisins. The raisins stay out in the sun for about three weeks. Then the farmer comes and rolls the brown paper up with the grapes inside. They stay out in the sun for another few days to ensure that they are as dry as they can be. As the grapes lie out in the warm sun, the water inside them evaporates. And there is a lot of water inside a grape. About 75% of the weight of the grape is water. It takes about four and a half pounds of grapes to produce just one pound of raisins. As the water leaves the fruit, the grapes shrink and the skin becomes wrinkly. And have you ever wondered why some grapes are dark while others are golden? They both come from the same grape. Sulfur dioxide is used to treat the raisins after they dry, and this gives them a lighter color. After the grapes have fully dried, the farmers come and pick up the bundles of raisins. The raisins are then shaken by a shaker to remove all the dirt and any rocks. Now the raisins are ready to be stored in giant bins while they wait to be packaged. When it is time for packaging, the raisins pass through several machines. The machines remove the stems, sort the raisins by size, and give them a final wash. Then they are put into boxes and bags. The whole process only takes about 10 minutes from start to finish. The stems are sent to be ground up to be used in animal food. 
Raisins that do not pass quality control get made into preservative. Raisins that do not pass quality control get made into a preservative used in breads, cakes, and cookies. Nothing goes to waste. Most of the grapes that are made and sold in the United States come from the area around Fresno, California. They are made from Thompson seedless grapes. These grapes were introduced to California by a farmer named William Thompson. In 1872, William grafted cuttings from an English seedless grape, called the Lady de Coverley, onto a Muscat grape vine. This produced the perfect grape for making raisins. All of the Thompson grape vines come from William's grafted vine. So, the next time you are craving a sweet snack, reach for some raisins. They are packed with fiber and protein. They are also high in antioxidants, low in sodium, and contain no cholesterol. They are low in fat and a good source of trace minerals like copper and iron. They are a great treat. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. 